flow for reading to us. I wonder if you spotted which word comes next. It is justification. And justification is when God declares us right with him. Justification is when God declares us right with him. But I have a slightly simpler way of remembering it. And it semi sounds like justification because it starts as just as if I and justification kind of sounds similar in my Tim way of thinking. And we've got our friend here who shows us how humanity is. And we've got this red cross which shows us humanity is tainted by sin. And the first thing about justification is it is just as if I never sinned. Because God takes our sin and deals with it through Jesus. What is the first bit of justification? Just as if I never sinned. What is the first bit of justification? Fantastic. So just as if I never sinned, but it doesn't stop there. Because if it stopped there, we'd have a person who is neutral to God. Who has neither a bad relationship with God or a good one. And this was Adam in the garden. And we know that for Adam, it didn't end well because he sinned and ended up in a bad relationship with God. I know that I sin every day. And so if justification was only just as if I never sinned, I would be neutral with God until the moment I then sinned again. And I would be in a bad relationship with God. And there would be no hope of me having a right relationship with God. But justification isn't just as if I've never sinned, there is a second part to it as well. It is just as if I have always obeyed. Just as if I have always obeyed. And we're given Jesus' good works and his right standing with God. So justification is when God declares us right with him. It is just as if I never sinned, God takes my sin, and Jesus has dealt with it on the cross, and just as if I have always obeyed, because I am given Jesus' good works, his perfection, and his right standing with God. Now, you all know what I'm going to ask you. What is justification? There are two steps to it. What is the first one? No, no, we can do better than that. I'll count you down. What is justification? Three, two, one. Fantastic. And that is because Jesus has paid for the sins of all those who accept him on the cross. And what is the second part of justification? Yeah, just as if I always obeyed. Maybe some of you were expecting me to count you in that time, and I didn't. Okay, so this is what justification is. And the good news about justification is, 
It is always just as if I've never sinned and just as if I've always obeyed. It is never only half of it. Okay, we're going to come and think about the passage that Flo read to us. So this is from Luke chapter 18, verses 9 to 14. It is a parable that Jesus told. It's really interesting. Um, As we think about justification this morning, let's have a look at the two different people that are mentioned in this parable, and let's see who was justified and why. And as we look, we will notice that if you humble yourself, you can be justified. If you humble yourself, you can be justified. So in this parable we see in verse 9 that Jesus was speaking to some people who were confident. And now normally we think confident is a good thing. But these people were confident in a bad way because they were confident with their own right standing in God's. They thought that through their good works, by doing nice things, that they earned a right standing with God's. Really... They had an X. They thought that they had the tick, but really they had the X. Because all people, by default, start with the X because of Adam's sin passed down to us and because of our own sin. And then Jesus told them this parable, and he tells them that two men went to the temple to pray. One of them was a Pharisee and the other one was a tax collector. The Pharisee, so one of the religious leaders at the time, he stood by himself. And the reason he stood by himself is because he didn't want to mix with everyone else. He thought that he was better than everyone else and he looked down on those around him. He thought that by his good works, he had earned a right standing with God. But my question for you is, by his own works, did he have the cross? Was he still in his sin? Or was he right with God? By his own works, did he still have the cross and his sin? Or was he right with God? Put your hand up if you think that he would still have the cross by his own works. Okay? Put your hand up if you think by his own works he worked his way to be good enough for God. Okay. The answer is he was still in his sins. He was smug and he stands by himself self-satisfied considering himself right with God and that no one else there is. And then listen to what he prays. He says, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I, I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. Now imagine someone praying that. Imagine if I stood here and started praying to God, and I said, God, thank you that I'm not like all these people out there. 
Thank you that I am so much better than them, that I am awesome in and of myself. That doesn't sound like a good person to me. That sounds like someone who doesn't realise the extent of their sin. That sounds like someone who doesn't realise they've got this red cross. Now the Pharisee, he was trying to earn his right standing with God. He was trying to earn his right relationship with God by doing good things, by fasting and by giving a tenth of all he had. And really, what he's telling God is, God, you should thank me that I am so good, I don't need you. That's what he's claiming. God, you should thank me that I am so good that I don't need you. He thinks he is good. He thinks that his works make up his righteousness. He fasted and he gave a tenth of all he owed. But regardless of all those good works, which he made sure everyone knew about, the Red Cross was still there. He was still a guilty sinner in a bad relationship with God. And then we come on to the second man. He is a tax collector. He is someone that everybody would have looked down upon in the society at the time. But there's a difference between him and the Pharisee. Let's look at what the tax collector did. He stood at a distance, and that's not because he was standing by himself, thinking that he was better than everyone. We get a clue why he stood at a distance, because it says that he wouldn't even look up to heaven. But he beat his breast, he beat his chest, and said, God, have mercy on me. A sinner. And that's a bit of a weird thing to do. Why would you stand and beat your chest? I don't see anyone doing that these days. I don't think I've ever done that except for just now up on the front. Like, why would he do that? Actually, it was a sign of his grief about his sin. It was a sign of his grief about his sin. He'd realised that he was a sinner. He realised that he didn't deserve God. But he came to God and admitted it. It's like, God, I don't deserve you. I am a sinner, but please have mercy on me. Forgive me. He realised he didn't have a right relationship with God, and he acknowledged it. He realised that things weren't right that he was doing, and he asked God to forgive him. And this is what Jesus tells us from verse 14. He tells us that, I tell you that this man, so the second man, the tax collector, rather than the other one, went home justified before God. The tax collector, the man who realised he was sinful, who couldn't even look up to heaven because he realised he didn't deserve God, was the one who went home justified. What does justified mean? Just as if I've never sinned, and just just as if I've never sinned, and just as if I've always obeyed. The tax collector went away 
just as if I've never sinned, and just as if I've always obeyed. Because he asked God to have mercy on him. And this is what Jesus says in, the, in verse 14 as well. He says, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. All those like the Pharisee, all those like Jesus was speaking to, who thought that they didn't need God because they could be good enough without him, it's not going to work. They're going to be humbled. But those who humble themselves, those who come to God acknowledging their sin and ask for mercy, they will be exalted. So the tax collector was the one who God justified. God had mercy on him. And as we said, justification has taken place. God had declared the tax collector to be right with him. There was no longer the big X of sin in his life because Jesus had dealt with it. Instead, he had been given Jesus' good works. He'd been given the red tick, just as if he'd never sinned and just as if he had always obeyed. Now, the message in this parable, I think, is quite simple. I think it's quite a clear story. And I think it's this. If we are trying to be right with God by doing good works and by being a nice person and by telling God, actually, we don't need you because I'm good enough as it is, it's never going to work. As much as we like, we can cover up our red cross with our money or with anything that we do, but that cross is still there. The only way to deal with our sin is through Jesus, is to go to him like the tax collector and to ask for mercy, to acknowledge our sin and say, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And this is the good news, because he promises that when you do that, you will be truly forgiven and you will be justified, just as if I never sinned, and just as if I always obeyed. So the question is, have you trusted God? Have you turned to him and asked for his mercy? Have you humbly gone to him and confessed your sins? Because if you have, and if you do, then this is your promise. God will forgive you. He will forgive your sins. He will fix your relationship with him. You will be justified. It will be just as if I've never sinned and just as if I've always obeyed. And that means I will have peace with God. I'll be able to enjoy life with him now, but also I'll have a guaranteed place in the new creation. It means that there will be no worry or fear that God will ever reject us. That is really good news. And the reason is because he's had mercy on us, because Jesus has dealt with our sin, just as if I've never sinned. But we've also been given Jesus' right standing with God, just as if I've always obeyed. And God declares us right with him. This is the good news. Justification, God declares us right with him. If you humble yourself, you can be justified. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this parable that Jesus told. 
I thank you that it's very clear that if we try to earn a right relationship with you by doing good works, that our sin will always remain. And Lord, I thank you that you've made that clear to us so that we can turn to you humbly and ask for your mercy. Lord, I thank you that through Jesus, our sins can be forgiven if we confess them to you, if we come in repentance. Lord, I pray that you would search our hearts. I pray that you would help us to turn to you. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to know your joy in justification, that we have peace with you if we do that. Amen.